Welcome to I Am Divine, mastering your intuition with psychic mediums and spiritual psychology coaches and science of mind practitioners, Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. This is Paula Hunter. And this is Kim Garden. And welcome to another episode of I Am Divine, a spiritual podcast where you will discover your psychic potential within by learning skill sets that develop and master your spiritual gifts. We will teach you about universal truths that will empower you to manifest a life you truly desire. We are here to remind you who you are, the powerful badass that you are, the divine I am. Hello, divine badasses, and welcome to another episode of I Am Divine. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of feelings and emotions. And when I think of this, all I can think of is like emotions and those feelings, those things that they can let you know when you are in your most joyful state or when you are in one of the heaviest states. And you can look at emotions and feelings as a good thing or a bad thing. And I know a lot of, especially our clients, Paula, they look at emotions as something that makes them feel uncomfortable, something that they don't want to acknowledge. They'd rather suppress it than to deal with them. But we know that there is power and there is wisdom within your emotions. And when you are able to sit with that, emotion itself. That is where that wisdom comes through. Totally agree with that. And it's interesting because we also live in a society where men are taught that they're not supposed to feel. And I actually love how you said we we can see them as being good or bad. And again, that little boy says, and so it is. Yes. Yes. And then what I heard was the aspect of relative truth. So what we may view as a negative or maybe a darker emotion, if we can step back and again say, okay, this is coming up. I have created it. This is an experience I'm allowed to feel. So how often do people feel they have to bury their emotions? They need to hide it behind something. And when we can step back and say, I don't have to validate this as being good or bad. I can simply feel it, go through the experience and then move through it. And you're on the other side. My guides say, feel it, experience it, let it go. But I liked what you said, where it's like we have been taught that to express our emotion is wrong, whether we're male or female. I keep going back to the term where it was like, you know, when you were younger and you'd fall and hurt your knee, what's the first thing your parents would say? Oh, don't cry. Don't cry. Come on. Big girls don't cry. Big boys don't cry. You're okay. You're fine. And they would teach you to suppress those emotions and to, you know, and it's like, it probably fucking hurt. probably hurt. So to cry is a natural response. But I think that we are taught our society, our parents, and and it's it's unbeknownst to them, because they were taught the same way, but they are teaching us to ignore and express our feelings in a healthy way. Because I'm sorry, but crying is a healthy way to express your feelings. Yeah. When you start talking about that, what I find very interesting as well, because I would normally go to that, I don't say the the darker aspect of the negative emotion too. But as you started talking about it, what I heard the guide say is, and positive emotions too. Yeah. So again, we're kind of taught you can't act like that because people are going to think you're weird if you're running around like, yay, I'm happy, I'm excited, not just on the negative aspect, but even on the positive where we are being told, well, you need to tone it down. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 
Yes. Yeah. It's like, don't brag about, not even brag. Don't talk about your accomplishments because it comes off that you're bragging. Don't talk about yourself because then you're selfish. It's like all of this comes together and you're right. It is positive and negative in in both aspects. Yeah. You know, that was something that I would never have even really thought about, Mm -hmm. but as we started talking, the guides are going, yeah, on this side as well. So yeah. we stunt ourselves and they're leading me to a place and, and some of the journeys that we've heard other people talk about when we think about addictions, whether mm-hmm. it's alcohol or drugs or these other aspects, to me, a big portion of that is because, you know, they've been told you're not supposed to feel this way. You're not supposed to yeah. act this way. And so we withdraw and we use whatever coping mechanism that we have. And a lot of times it can go to those situations of abuse with whatever it is. Mm-hmm. We're not mm-hmm. being allowed. We feel we're not allowed to go into a place of expression of it. But I think what happens too is that people don't understand is that our emotions, it's like your inner GPS. It is telling you something is not feeling right, that there is something that needs to be healed. There's something that needs to be released. And this uncomfortable feeling of it is like, hey, trying to get your attention because otherwise you're just going to ignore it but we end up ignoring it anyways by trying to suppress it yes and we know from the training that we have taken as practitioners is that a duality is required yes because it is as we say we don't know love unless we've no hate you mm-hmm. know we have to have those experiences again whether we view them as being negative or positive i love what you said kim this is like a sounding board so yeah. if i'm feeling in a good space i'm happy i'm excited my energy's high mm-hmm. and if i'm feeling those negative emotions what we view as being negative my energy can be in a low place mm-hmm. but that sounding board is going okay i'm not in a place where i'm feeling energized and exciting as you said what is the healing that needs to be done and yeah. I think we ignore that. As you said, we're, we're taught you're not supposed to feel it. You just bury it. But yeah. we can't go through it. We can't heal from it unless we embrace it yes. and really step into it. I mean, obviously, we don't want to do it in a public place where we're surrounded by a <laughs> bunch of people and just lose our yeah. shit. But to be able to go, I recognize within myself that I am not in balance. Maybe I need to go meditate. I know for me, when I was going through my shifts and changes, I'm a cancer. So I'm very much about the emotion. Mm-hmm. I'd go out in nature. And I'd cry, I'd scream, I'd throw rocks at trees or in the water, whatever that is, but I would find a form or an outlet in order to express it. Yeah. I think that's so important. So we're not just sitting in it. Yeah. The reason it's important (laughs) to feel it, to express it is because the way our feelings work with universal laws, that is what manifests our reality. And by suppressing those feelings, you're suppressing all the things that you don't want in life, thinking that you're doing something good by not acknowledging them. But on that subconscious universal law, you know, creative process activation mode, you are creating something that you don't want to create. And so I guess part of our work as humans is to really get in touch with those feelings, because the more you can connect with yourself on that deeper level, you can heal yourself, you can release, and then you can become the creator of your life. Yeah. And you bring up such an excellent point. You know, when people are taught to manifest, they always go to that logical mind. Just think about what it is you want, visualize yourself in it, but it truly is about the emotions. And we've talked about this before, but 
you know, we keep bringing it up because it lays such a part in so many aspects of ourselves and our growth. Mm -hmm. So if in my mindset, I'm saying, I want these beautiful, loving things, but I'm holding trauma, I'm holding emotion, I'm burying this stuff. That at the end of the day is where I'm truly, as you said, Kim, truly creating from. Mm -hmm. So how important is it for me to express and to move through the emotion rather than bury it in the subconscious minds going, oh, yeah, I'm going to play from here. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to worry about what you're actually logically thinking in your mind and saying you want. This is the real place of creation is the subconscious mind. It is, we call it the, the parasympathetic state as well. It, it runs and regulates the physical body. You don't have to think to breathe. You don't have to think to walk. It's the same aspect. What I have buried there, I don't have to think about it. That deeper part of the brain and the energy is sending that up into universal law, into that creative aspect. It's just the the bad, I shouldn't say the bad thing, but most people don't understand that that is truly where they are creating from. Mm -hmm. I think part of that too is when you do sit and you do, you do sit with your emotion, you don't make it wrong, you don't make it right, you just accept it for what it is, knowing that something is coming forward, something's bubbling up, knowing that you are doing good for yourself, you're releasing it, however you need to do that, whether like you said, it's going out and throwing rocks in nature, whether it's journaling, whether it's just having a day of sitting on the couch being like, today I'm having a rough day. But when you take that time and honor yourself and honor the those emotions for what they are with no judgment, it passes so much quicker and you're able to kind of move through it so that you can get going and it passes so much quicker. So you're not sitting in this upset state for weeks and weeks and months and months and years and years. The more you start to acknowledge your emotions and sit with them, again, not making them wrong or right, they will move through you. So it might take, it might take an hour. It might take a day. It might take two days, but it's not going to have this extended long period of feeling like crap. And that's what I try to teach my clients is that when you can sit with the wisdom, this, this is the power of your feelings is they are telling you something is not sitting right in your body, that energetically something is not sitting right. Let's acknowledge that and move past it. Because like you said, it's that ebb and flow. Things are going to be good. Things are, I don't want to put, like you said, quote unquote, good, good or bad, but things are going to flow. I want to say more positive and more negative, but that is part of the healing journey. One of the, I, I just watched, I think it was, I honestly think it was a TikTok. I saw someone talking about the ebb and the flow and the way they worded it was so beautiful was picture sewing something together where you go down and you come up and you go down and you come up and imagine that is your wounds that is those emotions that is those feelings that you've been suppressing and every time you go up and down you're actually bringing it together so it's more connected and I thought that visual was so beautiful to to really understand that when you are in your emotions and allowing them to be what they are and to release them, you're really connecting with yourself on such a deeper level. Yeah. And that is such a beautiful analogy. Mm -hmm. um, I love that about sewing the wounds because I think yeah. that's doing the, the sewing, it's the, it's in the healing and the mending. One point I want to bring up about this too, because I have seen it reflected in my clients and I know I've done it myself too, is, you know, when we talk about just being that emotion. So what happens that logical mind wants to explain why you're feeling a certain way. It's because of yeah. this. It's because of that. And it's so, so important not to get stuck in the mindset of trying to explain why you're feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. Put the logical mind aside. Mm -hmm. You can take that into your journaling, something else later on. Just be in the moment of the feeling in the experience and allowing it to flow. 
Mm-hmm. I see that so much in my clients. Well, I, I can't feel it because I have to understand it. Yeah. I have to understand it before I let it come out. Well, no. Yeah. Once you let it come out, then you'll start to have the intuition kick in to say, oh, it might be coming from here and there. Because part of the aspect is some of the emotion that may be coming up, it may be from this lifetime. But it could mm-hmm. also have an impact from prior lifetimes Or as we say, Kim, from epigenetics that's been carried through the lines. So it may not actually be ours. It could be coming through in so many different ways. And if the logical Mm -hmm. mind wants to understand it, it will not be able to because there's no logical reason for it within this lifetime. No set circumstance. It's almost like a battle between your logical mind and your divine mind. It's like a tug of war if you can find, right? But when you're able to just kind of let go and just allow things to flow, not labeling them right or wrong, good or bad, any of that, that is when you can step into that power. You can really acknowledge that emotion that is telling you something divine is out of alignment. Yeah it's so important that we do that. I just, it made me really think about that because I know myself, that was what I would always go back to. Yeah. I have to explain it. I've learned to just kind of sit with it. And I'm teaching my kids as well, where it's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to feel frustrated, sit with that feeling. And then when you're able to, then, like you said, then you can go into the logical thing. But when we are in that feeling, we're not able to see clearly. I always say we get hijacked by our emotions, but when you're able to really come back to our emotions have power, our feelings have power, and the more we can accept them and use that power for our good, for what we want to create, that's the exciting part of it. Yeah. I love the topic of feelings and emotions. And it always makes me think back to when I was more of a young channel back in the early 2000s. And I had the opportunity to see, he's one of my favorite channels now, a gentleman by the name of Lee Carroll, and he channels an entity by the name of Cryon. But as part of that event, he went into information from a gentleman by the name of Masaru Emoto. And Masaru Emoto is a Japanese scientist. And he did studies and he claimed that thoughts and feelings, words, ideas, music, and even names, that they can affect the molecular structure of water and thus our physical reality. So what he did is he discovered that water droplets that had been repeatedly exposed to both positive and negative words profoundly changed the water's color, shape, and symmetry. So what he did is he did experiments involving distilled water. And he would take this distilled water, put it in a small jar, and then he would write a word or a phrase and he put it on the label and then he would tape it to the jar. And the jars were left overnight on their own. So some of these would have positive associations like self-love, beauty, peace, passion, happiness, and other ones would have what we would view as being negative. So such thing as hate and evil, you disgust me, you're stupid, things like this. And then the jar had a small amount of water that was flash frozen in order to form crystals. And then they took that and they observed it underneath of a microscope. And what he found was that the results, as far as I'm concerned too, were absolutely astonishing. Anything that had a positive word association, they formed these beautiful crystals. And they look very much like snowflakes. Mm. And while the negative words, they were discolored, they were blobs, they were chaotic, they were fragmented, they would not create these beautiful crystals. And through this, yeah. And when I first heard this, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. Imagery that you can find. But when you think about our physical bodies, our physical bodies are between 80 and 90% water makeup. Mm -hmm. So those feelings that we have, those emotions that we have, it imprints 
onto the blueprint of our physical bodies. And to me, Kim, I mean, we've talked about, you know, body dysmorphia and how we see ourselves. Mm -hmm. So when you think about this imprinting on the cellular structure, this is for some reasons why we can hold weight and we can hold other things. It's the water content and what we're programming it with. Fascinating. It's so interesting. And I never put that association together when I said, you know, okay, what they said to me was this is part of the reason why people hold on to that if you will, um, I don't say fat content, but very much so is because we're holding all this water, which has been imprinted with all this negativity. So we actually hang on to it more, they said, than someone that may not have that metabolistic issue. That's a weird way of putting it, but that's what the guides just said. I thought that's really, really cool. I never that looked is at it. Fascinating. I love your guides when they bring in those yeah. little tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is fascinating. So if we look at it, you know, and, and one of the words they use is be gentler with thyself. Yes. When we can learn to move through those emotions, to take ownership of it, to heal from it, recognizing that some of the emotion that we're holding could be coming from something that's been imprinted from somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. These are beliefs that what we've been told. Yeah. When we can shift through that and change it, what they just said to me is we then have the ability to shift the weight within our physical bodies by changing the vibration of the cellular structure of that physical body, mm-hmm. which is really, really kind of cool. But it's just all fascinating. Like when you look at life in general and our bodies as a soul and our bodies as physical bodies, like it is so amazing how common complex they are yet I'm just envisioning those snowflakes and how beautiful they are as well yeah and I think when we uh, put this podcast out I'll try and see if I I, I'm not sure if I can but put some imagery up if not a link to some of Missouri Moto's work because that's what I looked at is I couldn't believe how much of an impact it could have but I think it also shows the importance of having that self-love yes of those affirmations of confirming, you know, all those good things about you. And as we know, the affirmations are great, but we also have to do that deeper work yes. of releasing the darker things. Absolutely. You know, the two goes together. We can't just have the, the nice affirmations. Let me talk to my body. If that deeper subconscious is not believing yeah. what we're yeah. telling it. So the Absolutely. two go hand in hand to me. You can't have one without the other. And I know we've talked about this, Kim, but imagine how very powerful you are when you can sit down, be in the feeling, be in the emotion, heal from it, and then declare something new, having this imprinted within the physical body, clearing it out of subconscious mind, and really stepping into your power of being the I am divine badass. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because like it was last weekend, I had someone come up to me and they said, Oh, my God, like it was it was a, a family member. They came up and they said, Kim, they're like, I just have to say to you, you are looking so good. You are just like glowing. And she's like, I don't know if you've lost weight, what you've done. She's like, but you are just glowing. And I looked at her and I said, I haven't lost weight. I said, I've just done my inner work. <laughs> And that literally has shifted. I feel like by doing my inner work, I'm turning into that snowflake. I am turning into that beautiful thing away from those like heavy squiggly, you know, negative lines. But that is what is out picturing in my life because I have done that inner work. I am fucking full of snowflakes now on the inside. It's what I'm imagining. And that's what's being reflected in my reality. It's funny when you said that, because literally before you started talking about seeing yourself as a snowflake, I literally saw the snowflake with here's the head, here's the legs and the arms (laughs) at the side. Like you think about a kid that's dressed in like a star costume. 
that's what they showed me. And I'm just laughing. Oh, I you know, and I, and I know we talk about doing our inner work, but the biggest thing with that too, is remembering it's like the layers of an onion. To me, if we truly do our entire healing journey here in this lifetime, then it's time for me to go into my next one. So I want to make, make sure people understand it isn't like, oh, I've done my work. I'm healed. Yay. There I go. No, no. It's a continual process as we remove the layers, then another piece comes up, but we just continue to heal and work with it. And the more we do it, the more empowered we feel, the lighter we yes. feel, the more energized we feel. And as you said, Kim, people outside of ourselves begin to see it and go, hmm, what's different about them? Mm-hmm. They look so good. They feel so happy. You know, it is reflected outside of ourselves. Yeah. That is the power of feelings and emotions. Very Mm -hmm. much so. It's so important that we really address it and look at it. So this brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us during our conversation today about the power of feelings and emotions. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of I Am Divine. And as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy our show, please rate our podcast and be sure to come back next week for a discussion around how emotions can actually create disease within our body. And I know, Kim, this conversation was so wonderful. I'm really looking forward to how they actually play out in the physical body as well. So until then, this is Paula and Kim. And don't forget that you are a powerful I am divine badass. This podcast was created by Paula Hunter and Kim Garden. We welcome you to join our private Facebook group, I Am Divine, to connect with other like-minded individuals and be part of our special events that will only be found in our private community. We would love to hear your feedback on today's podcast and on any other topics that you would like to know more about. For more information about our podcast, information on Kim and Paula, our special events, spiritual coaching, training programs, or even to book a private reading with Kim or Paula, we invite you to visit our website at www.iamdivine.ca.